You've tuned in to 96.7 on your FM dial. This is Hugh Cruzel, and the program is QOL, Quality of Life. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different because it, it really kind of strays a little bit from that topic and into a world that I used to play in, still play in, very important to the economic health of Northern Ontario. And, and you just never know when something's going to happen that will change. Be that pivotal moment when it changes everything for everybody. I've been incredibly proud to be part of NORCAT. You used to know it probably as the Northern Center for Advanced Technology. NORCAT's the short form, but I think that's really our operating name these days, isn't it? Yeah, we go by NORCAT and multiple divisions. And this is Brendan Skiffington. Brendan, what's your official or unofficial title here at NORCAT? Yeah, so I'm head of NORCAT Innovation, which is Greater Sudbury's Regional Innovation Center. And essentially what we do is support local entrepreneurs um, and help them start, grow, and scale their ventures. We're here today primarily not just to talk about NORCAT. There's a specific activity, event, annual event that's been like there's something significant about this year as well. Yeah, so our marquee event every year we host Pitch. So Think of Pitch as a Dragon's Den style event, uh, but focused on local entrepreneurs and companies. But we don't we don't grill them like they do on Dragon's Den. No, no, they're much, no we're tears. Much nicer, yeah. <laughs> we're polite. Yeah, much nicer to them. We practice. Um, we help them over a course of two months build their pitch deck. Really teach them the ins and outs of investment um, raising around. And uh, yeah, local companies take the stage. We're also expanding it this year to companies that are looking to move. To Sudbury. We piloted it last year and it went to great success. We can talk about last year's winners. This well. is not the first time, though, that we've had people from outside the greater Sudbury region. We've had people from Sault Ste. Marie, uh, southern Ontario, uh, the East Coast. We had the fellow who was working on the uh, electronics, yeah. Uh, yes. In the past, we've had it, and this year we kind of doubled down on that. Um, mm-hmm. With COVID, there's different dynamic of how you work. We have workers in Northern Ontario with companies down south. Right. So we've kind of expanded on who we accept uh, applications from this year. Mm-hmm. But last year was a testament to the success of uh, investment attraction. So the winner of last year's event was Circuit IQ. They're actually yes. based out I, I of... I remember that. I flew in specifically for that, that event that yeah, day. They're based out of Kitchener-Waterloo. So they were a company that uh, had interest in moving their operations up here. Just that was of about the, testing systems without, and mapping systems without having to actually map it. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So it's, they have uh, their own hardware that essentially can map the um, circuit of a house or business or or, industrial space, anything within a matter of hours, which would typically take days. Perhaps even a month for some, yes. Although the schematics of a new build generally has these things in it, but old build or or renovation, sometimes there's creative thought in some of this. Yeah, there's a... Old buildings definitely are not up to code anymore, and that's kind of cool about his technology as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Identify that, but also teach you that this is how you change it, get it up to code, and alert electricians to make it much easier for them. So a lot of uh, thinking around even the financing of bringing a building up to code. Yes, exactly. Wow. You know, and there's a lot we could explore with that. If you just tuned into this program, this is QOL, and we are on CKLU 96.7. And you might be listening to Radio Garden. We could be somewhere in the world. Just rotate that globe and, and then hone your well, your sights in on Northern Ontario and on Sudbury. CKLU is there, this program, QOL. I'm the host, Hugh Cruzel. We are here today. If you've just tuned in, 
I'm here live, well, live to tape, although we don't really tape anymore, live at NORCAT on Maley Drive. Do you think a lot of people drive by here and don't even know what this place is? We get that a lot, yeah. Well, I mean, there's um, a big sign on the side. But... Yeah, they, they know NORCAT and they primarily know it as a mining training company. But, uh, Occupational health and safety, yeah. yes. Yeah, we make sure that at the end of the day, just like some of our clients, and I've included myself in that because I narrate a lot of things mm-hmm. here. We make sure that the worker goes home safe at the end of the day. Yeah, that's the ultimate goal with NORCAD and training and just making sure... Not just alive. They, they want to have all their safe, fingers you know. and toes and exactly. all those things. And um, that's one division of NORCAD, and that's what most people are don't fully realize a lot of the time. There's other things. We have five main divisions and uh, advisory. We have an amazing award-winning studio team that mm-hmm. does a lot of VR, AR development work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually only one in Canada that has an operating underground mine where you can do experiential hands-on training but also much easier to get to now with the with the highway highway out there and um, it's cool about the underground center too is some of our clients and some of them who actually took part in pitch um, can actually use the mine to uh, test and demonstrate their technology some actually have their offices out there yeah, we have uh, a NSS, brand new... NSS, maybe I'm not saying it right. Is NSS it N- Canada NSS has one Canada there. Has and, one. Um, yeah, Bruno Lalonde. A brand new surface facility, um, mm-hmm. fully leased out with some startups. Um, we have a new partnership with Rogers. Is yes, working out of there they too, actually so have a fairly large uh, conference room. Yep, so they uh, implemented their um, 5G infrastructure, which mm-hmm. uh, more capabilities for clients. And we all... Also have the EY Center of Excellence there. That's uh, Ernst & Young, as we used yeah. to know them. Now it's EY. I, I had to look it up one yeah. day. I was about <laughs> maybe four years ago in Ottawa, and I was like, Just like Norcat. Yes, exactly. Shortening the names. Definitely. We're actually having a cup of coffee here this morning, and I say this morning, though this program may be broadcast at any time of day, we're talking in advance because we, you said it takes some time. In fact, I believe you said two months to get people up to speed for this event. Yeah, so we actually just selected the four successful applicants yesterday. It is always four. It's always been It's always been four. four. Well, it could yeah. be more people on stage, but it's four Company, organizations, yeah. companies, thoughts. Yeah, so every year it's four companies. Um, and like I said, yeah, we just selected the four successful candidates. So it gives us about two weeks to work Can with we them. Have, you, you can't give me a preview. Not anything. yet. Not no, yet. Okay. No. But, um, <laughs> I thought maybe we'd let the cat out of the bag. And, <laughs> and uh, But at some point in time, we, we know that there's, or is that just that evening it's revealed in that booklet, the Usually the night before, we'll kind of give a teaser as to who they are in a little blurb. Um, but really, we want to not say much. We want to let the companies really speak to their And the night business. before is May the 3rd. May the 3rd, yeah. And the event is May the 4th. May the 4th. And we're not going to make any Star Wars jokes, right? <laughs> no. no uh, <laughs> although I think some of my colleagues might have some up their sleeve. I did say this is a significant year. This is t- a decade? T- a decade of entrepreneurial success. Can we go back in time? Because, I mean, it just didn't happen that night. I mean, there was some thought process. I remember being part of that planning. It probably took us two years, to, maybe even more, to get to that point where we actually started doing this. Yeah, now, You so, weren't here yet. No, I you, wasn't you've here run yet. With it, it was but... back in 2013, 2014. Uh, was the first official event. So mm-hmm. um, nine years, ten events. And yeah, took quite a bit of planning, um, but there was pent up demand for it, mm-hmm. and it was much, really, really needed. In Do you the remember community. where the first one was? I, I, I think we did it here. 
Was well, it maybe, here? I don't know. Maybe we didn't do it here. I know it's been to a, a couple of places here, the Steelworkers. Steelworkers Hall. Um, and a lot of times, and where now, it will be this year, is the Sudbury Theater, Theater Center. Center. Uh, ideal venue. Yep. Uh, feels more like a theater audience, more like a, um, more like a spectacle yes. in some ways. Yeah, it's great. We've had the last couple of years I've been there, minus the COVID year, we did it virtually. Mm. Um, but yeah, great venue. Um, a lot of open space for networking, which is uh, a big right. portion of the event. Is yes, pre and middle. And there's, we'll talk about the vote in that in yep. a minute. But And then there's a the wrap up, and people kind of hang around for a while. And, and Exactly. Yeah. So, pitch, it's a fun event. Uh, Dragon's Den, like what we a mentioned. Great title, though. Um, yeah, but. At the end of the day, it's to get business done. So it's a good evening. Uh, you get to see some amazing companies. But uh, the goal is ultimately to get investment for those four companies. And it's been a successful event in the past. Um, companies, past winners, have actually gone on to raise over $45 million in mm. follow-on capital. Yeah, it's not so, just to win this event because there's a small uh, prize. Well, maybe not small. significant to some if they're in startup mode. Yeah, so there's two prizes. There's the Judge's Choice Award. Um, so we have three amazing accredited investors as judges um, on the stage, on the stage, asking questions, and uh, they'll deliberate after and pick who they would invest their own hard-earned money in. Mm-hmm. And we ask the same of the audience. So there's a People's Choice Award as well. And at the start, we say, be unbiased. Uh, if you were to invest twenty-five grand of your own hard-earned money, who would you invest in? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, uh, they actually have the power to vote, and who wins an additional five thousand dollars. So. Right. Like last year, there's an opportunity that one company goes home with uh, the full $10,000. I found, to the point, closing my eyes at pitch and listening to the people share their story, like taking away the visual, actually, like radio, you you, you really don't know what Brendan or myself look like, but on stage, they're very much, they're illuminated, just like they'd be in theater. But close your eyes and listen to their words, listen to what they're telling you. And I think that's where you're going to find the one that you, as part of the audience, is going to vote for. Yeah, the ones that connect with the audience the best usually. But a good slide deck works. Good slide deck works, but uh, usually the ones that can connect and solve a problem for the audience as well. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of the companies and startups here in Sudbury are founded off of personal experiences or challenges that these founders are trying to fix. A pinch point. That's a what we've point, often yeah. used as a, as a term. Yeah. So Some, Solve a problem. We spoke about Circuit IQ. Yes. Um, that's another great story. Um, it, at the time, wasn't a great story for Luke, the founder of Circuit IQ, but his son actually electrocuted himself, and it was an old circuit. And his He thought it was disabled. And yeah, then, and his yeah. wife didn't know on the circuit board which to switch off because it was improperly labeled, right. which got him to thinking, um, this has to happen in other houses. And sure enough, it did, and he created the product from that. Hmm. Have we been sloppy in the past? I mean, not just in terms of identifying circuits, but not we, but the larger society. We've had to create all kinds of, like the Occupational Health and Safety Act. You would think that we would behave safely always, but we have to have legislation and rules and regulations that say, thou shalt do this and not that. Yeah, the new regulations, but the renovations don't happen. Um, oh, some speed. people do renovations on their... Well, you still have to have an inspector in, though. Well, no, maybe not. No, and... Uh, Put in a hot tub, don't say anything. Yeah, and like when you're labeling your circuit board, uh, things fade. Um, you might they not sure see. sure do. Um, so things get lost in translation, new homeowners. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
He solved a usually there's a piece point. of paper with some painter's tape stuck to the an electrician sun. scribble. Yeah, <laughs> but his with Circuit IQ, it all comes up. All the labels are printed. Yeah, I mean, sorry to go back to this, folks, but I thought it was a very cool uh, project. Yeah, he has a partnership with um, a printing company. So once everything's done and scanned, um, it gets uploaded to uh, cloud, so you have access on your phone. Um, but the labels also get printed, so the uh, homeowner also you. has access to that. Cool. I think that's a great but, idea. And it is a great story. And just going back, like $10,000, it, it can be a lot for companies, but the ultimate goal is to raise further uh, capital. Yes. And again, Circuit IQ is a great example. And this is where the mingling happens exactly. during the pre-show, the post-show. These, these, So I know there's a panel on the stage. They ask the questions that everybody hears. But when the mingling happens, I can go up to a company, a person, and say, Hey, what about? Yes, so we really target who we want in the audience. Um, 200 and some people. Yeah, over 200 people, key stakeholders, but primarily investors. And mm-hmm. um, that's why we partner with Northern Ontario Angels this year. I was going to get to them in a minute. Yeah. Noah, I love it, you know. Yeah, so Noah, they're uh, supporting growth success early stage companies in Northern Ontario, mm-hmm. and they have a, a group of over 150 investors and partners from Thunder Bay all the way down to Perry Sound. And, Timmins, Cochrane, yeah, all over. And they invite everybody to that event. Mm-hmm. So Not um, everybody can attend. No, is there a, is there a possibility of watching this after? Do we record it? Yeah, we do that... record. Uh, typically, we will have in house recording. Now we do. We yeah. didn't at the beginning. Yeah. Right. And uh, um, the whole. I'm asking questions recorded. of Brendan because, uh, and I know the answers to some of these. I'm prompting him, but you out there in Radio Land who are listening to 96.7 on your FM dial might not know all the ins and outs of this event. And Brendan, because you talked about a select audience, it doesn't stop people from buying a ticket and attending. No, uh, no, I mean, it's like, it's not expensive. It's $20? $25. 25 okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah, so it's open to the public. Four for um, 100 it's a deal. Yeah, it's open to the public, uh, but it's, yeah, key stakeholders, entrepreneurs, uh, investors typically are the audience that goes. There's also a component of the audience who are developers themselves. In a, they're, they're, they're in some kind of thought process about developing an idea and they're thinking, well, next year I want to... I always hear this, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm correct, right? Yeah. and uh, There's like 10 or 15 of those people who are like, I, I want to be the one up there next year. Yeah, can't say the name, but we did select the, partic- uh, the presenters for next, uh, this year's event. And two and, of them? Uh, two of them were at the event last year. How do I know yeah. that? I <laughs> in fact, let's go back in time. Let's roll the clock back quite a bit. I think this one goes right to the beginning. Uh, Sherry Tomchik, right? Sherry Tomchik? Yeah, Sherry was, was the... Plan A, but it wasn't... Was it always called Plan A or maybe it was... Uh, I don't know. We'll call it Plan... Stat. That's what we call yeah. it. Yeah, Staff Stat. Yeah. That, but uh, she had a great idea and she was our first winner. Yeah, she was our very first winner, um, 2014. Um, did she win both the prizes, or did at the time we only had one? Maybe did we? I can't remember. That was before I can't, my before time. Before your too, time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's a, a great success story. It's the first event, and uh, for those who know who Sherry and Plan A, um, she's done wonders and helped the healthcare industry tremendously through COVID as well. Yeah, not just in Sudbury, across, across Canada, Canada and across North America. Yeah, I, I slowly get into the states, I believe. I do believe. Yeah, yes. um, but I do know in Canada, PSW's nurses filling shifts, um, retirement homes. Uh, she's been vital, vital technology. Uh, Especially during COVID. During COVID, yeah. She established a, a methodology, a, a system that keeps 
uh, record of who's available, who's, who's in their list, who's available, when they're available, and assigns people based on the need of that that location, that facility. And it's That's another, simplifying it quite a bit. but Yeah, and another great example about how great the entrepreneurial community is in Sudbury. Uh, Sherry was a contestant at one point, but now she's a sponsor of the event. Yes. She was a judge of the event. And, and she's she, gone on to support a lot of other She's events. a mentor of a lot of our yeah. new startups as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a what a, a fantastic success story. Uh, we make it sound so easy. It wasn't easy. I, I, I know that. It was years and years of work. A lot of work, a lot of iterations pivoting um but norcat is always here to support these companies there's a there's a name there's several names on this this list i have in front of me to remind me to to basically go back and say you know for jeff sutton for example it was years and years of development to get to where he is i mean i i remember i'm gonna say at least 10 years yeah, probably. But maybe more. Uh, I, th- I believe she, he was the same year as Sherry, the first year. Mm. Um, but again, uh, MedTech... Well, even until now. I mean, think of... Yeah, know. MedTech industry is tough to break into. Yes. Um, so I was thinking about trials, our friends over years. at uh, Flosonics. Flosonics, yeah. they know, yeah. Now, they um, weren't... Were they competitors? I don't remember. No, no they, they didn't came pitch, but um, they've uh, taken part of pitch as uh, mm-hmm. judges in the past. And attended. And attended, yeah. yeah. Very vital to our... our our little community here, definitely. Yeah. Um, if I looked at the audience, uh, are we looking at a nice blend of, of genders, ages, um, ethnicities? I mean, it's quite, it's diverse, isn't it? Very diverse, yeah, and w- which is great. It gets new viewpoints, um, different types of investment, different support. And like you mentioned earlier, it's uh, the event's twofold. Um, you also get people that invest from the audience, mm-hmm. but you also get new graduates in attendance and students that actually end up getting hired on. To there we companies. go. There's another part of this. They yeah. become quite enamored. I was thinking about our friend Vinique Johnson that yeah. I regained. I would say probably some of his staff uh, were motivated to join him because of his words on, on stage. Yeah, Vinit has a, an amazing team. I think he's well over 15 um, employees now. And he, he's located here. He's located at the NORCAP building. So we but see he has running staff around. other places too, or, or at least relationships with others. Yeah, Vinit's another whole conversation we can get into. Yeah. He's all over the world now. But <laughs> I've interviewed him before. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing trials in, I think, maybe Kolkata and places like that. He just got back from Taiwan, Taiwan the States, yeah. Shanghai. Yeah. Can we um, just briefly mention what he does? Yeah, so Vinit's created a My Hand device. Um, it's uh, stroke rehabilitation. Or post-stroke. Through, yeah. Post-stroke rehabilitation through neuro- neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a truly one-of-a-kind device. Uh, and it basically reteaches the brain how to use the muscles because you haven't lost those muscles. And you nerves. haven't lost the brain either. No. Nope. It's just uh, that just connection. how to do it. Yes. And uh, through his device, I've... And you mentioned he works out of NORCAT building, so we actually get to see some of his clients work we walk see through. The, yes. And simple things about people not being able to use their hand and then having a conversation with them a month later, they can take a picture of their wife again, they can feed themselves, button up their own shirt. Yes. It was pretty amazing. What, uh, well, I, I met somebody who said, you know, I, I don't think I had hoped for a 100% recovery, but the 10% recovery that I've got has made a world of difference to me. I hope to go further. Yeah, you don't. You don't really You'll never take get it all in, it. No. and but just being able those simple things of tying your shoe or buttoning up your own mm. shirt again um, has profound effect on somebody's life, mental health. Mm. Hmm. It's fascinating. Callum McGibbon, I don't remember that one. 
Can you give us a little bit of background on that one? Yeah, so Colin McGibbon, uh, Rep Performance, yes, a recipient oh. of uh, Subway Catalyst Fund as well. Was he the... No, that's not the yoke one. No, so he's... Um, and that's he, not the chair one. No, no, no. He's, he's a software-based company. Software-based, okay. Um, so he's created a partnership with uh, RBC uh, Proving Grounds, I believe the name is. Um, but essentially it measures and records education health status of students through a variety of different uh, tests. Why do we not remember um, this one? And kind of doing different applications, but primarily worked at Laurentian. He has a couple pilots at high schools here. Basically give access to students' health uh, records and be able to kind of predict what the sports they might be good at or where they need to improve and um, he's been able to since then expand to Sweden it's in the UK ton of growth uh, since pitch wow okay but seriously yeah. I, I, it's gone out of my brain I don't know why but yeah, <laughs> sounds fantastic there is uh, one the name here that we haven't mentioned and uh, well there's bait to go as well we can talk about that in just a minute Kirk Petrovsky He's got a company that's gone worldwide. Yes, so Symboticware. That's been a company that's been around for a while. Around three years ago, they kind of repositioned themselves and had a new vision for their company. Um, They onboarded a new CEO, Mm -hmm. and um, they went back into startup mode. And that's when they actually reapplied to Pitch. And um, they presented at Pitch in 2020. And since then, yeah, new CEO, they've mm-hmm. opened offices in the uh, um, United States. States yes, yes. And um, very, very exciting. But they announced this at PDAC last week. They have actually have a new partnership with SpaceX. Mm. So they've been able to take their technology in the satellites um, that SpaceX has. And Because a lot of their stuff is data collection around remote activities, not what well, wireless we could call yeah, it. But fleet management mines, mines and yeah. as you know, a lot of remote mines opening up. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to have that technology accessible from a satellite uh, allows them to reach some even Oh yeah, they were very, uh, very, I, I always marveled at Symbioticware's um, uh, drive, uh, authenticity, uh, uh, I guess perceived, more than perceived value, real value to, uh, to all kinds of operators. Yeah, definitely a huge demand for the product, and they have a and hardworking, great team. They're, they're here, too, at they, Norcat. Well, not across, exclusively. As you mentioned, they've got a, uh, an office in Nevada. Yeah, they got an office across the hall or from a, our area as maybe well. Maybe not. They're in... I believe it's Arizona. Yeah, they're in Arizona, Tucson. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people, though, have gone to Nevada because there's a big mining. Yeah, lithium deposits. Yes, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Symbotica are another great company in our building. Hardworking team. See them here late at night, early oh, in the morning. Oh, yeah, well... You know, they, they're, if they're developers and software people, they, they don't know the clock. No, no. I've, uh, I've been here nine, past 9 o'clock, and there's still, still. some uh, employees working there. Hmm. That's brilliant. Okay, now I'm going to go to the list, and, and there's one more item here, bait to go. That's a completely different thing, but it's caught the heart of the audience. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about pitch. So typically, Norcat Innovation... Uh, exclusively works with tech-enabled companies. Mm-hmm. But for Pitch, we kind of open it up to all industries. So it doesn't necessarily have to be fully tech-enabled. And Bay2Go is a great example of that. It's a real t- retail product and great presentation, um, to your point, great story. And yeah, Bay2Go won, and quickly thereafter, he's <laughs> can, all, over oh, yeah, Canada, all over Canada. In Canadian Tire, uh, yes. new product lines, a lot of... People might not know this, but the um, he also has a fish batter. Yes, yeah, available all everywhere, over the place. <laughs> yeah. know, in four or five different flavors. Yes. So uh, yeah, pitch is not just yeah tech enabled companies. We have a variety of companies that, and we'll support them it's all. It's the entrepreneurial spirit. Exactly. Hmm. 
Wow. You know, uh, this is perhaps a hub uh, for maybe globally even. NORCAT's recognized in all kinds of places. I, I think our CEO, your CEO, Don Duval, has done a marvelous job transforming this uh, organization. Yeah. Sudbury has historically been known as just a mining town, uh, uh, trades, uh, hard workers, um, but... We've, we, uh, none of our, oh, except for Kirk Petrovsky, none of these are mining related. Yeah, but globally we had that perception and um, Don Duvaler, CEO, has done a great job uh, eliminating the, kind of that stigma and that perception. And over the past decade, we've really grown to be much more than just a mining company. Uh, a lot of startups. A lot much of, more than uh, I love that line. And um, yeah, med tech companies are a ton of med tech companies coming in. But that, I mining, think that's been a real, a, a real growth area for us is med tech. Med tech has been huge for us, um, especially accelerated through COVID. Um, but when it comes to mining, it's not just that laborious work anymore. Uh, we're opening the eyes to the world that, and students that there's much more to it. There's robotics, there's AI software. You don't have to be going underground to contribute. Um, so we're being known globally and we have companies from all over the world coming to Sudbury to see the future of mining technology. Mm -hmm. It's very, uh, clean today. I mean, uh, not that miners in Sudbury necessarily have the look of a coal miner, but today's miners have fingernails they, yeah. they wear the right equipment they cleaner safer safer more productive. brighter yeah. yes i was thinking about x-glow x-glow yep yeah, yeah oh, they never they never co did competition did they never did a competition but they are installed at our underground center um, it's like it's, it's like neat. working in your kitchen yeah it's it's very bright and there's no shadows uh there's a lot of very interesting stuff just in this building and in the, the mine itself, the Kunis mine or training mine, and just the stuff that comes in and out of the doors here, you just never know. Yeah, and again, that's why we want to kind of do pitch to highlight some of these amazing companies, invite the public out to see and hear the stories of these founders and what they're doing. $25. $25. $25 for, for 100 You can go May the, May the 4th. May the 4th. He almost did it. He almost did it. I wanted to do it. May the 4th, 2023. This is about the same time every year. It is a spring event. Yeah, we do it usually the first or second week of May, mm -hmm. um, whenever it lines up best with schedules. But May 4th, and uh, as of as like all years, doors open at 6. Um, we have about an hour for networking. 6 in the evening. 6 p.m., yeah. If we're talking about mine in the mining yeah. world, it might be 6 in the morning, but it's 6 in the evening. 6 p.m., doors open at Subway Theatre Centre. There's about an hour for networking. We have some... Parking? Parking on the side, um, right inside uh, Subway Theater Center, and or you could you know travel with somebody else and talk with them on the way yeah. there and the way back. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and we Keep have some commute. appetizers. Um, there'll be drinks there you can share with some friends. Talk. Um, the presenters themselves will be mingling with the crowd. Business uh, casual. Business casual event. Oh, and uh, come as you are. Yeah, and then great 7 p.m. sharp. We start the presentations. We got four presentations, and then at the end, there's uh, we announce the uh, the awards, and we have some it's time at the end. It's done very quickly. The voting because you use an electronic system to people actually touch an iPad. I always thought that was very cool. Yeah, so uh, it's the, not by the audience has the power um, to choose who goes home with an additional five thousand dollars. So on some... their way out, they could. Um, the audience essentially, when the judges go to deliberate, the audience goes out for some drinks, some food, and on the way out there's tablets at the door. Bang. Four companies go. are there, you just simply pick the company that you would invest in, mm -hmm. and then we have yeah, live data on uh, who won. 
Now, sometimes somebody wins both. There's a possibility, yeah. There's always so, that possibility. Uh, I think it's only happened I think it's twice. twice. So it's, twice. it's pretty rare, but uh, it does happen. And again, Circuit IQ is another uh, one of the companies that won both of them last year. Mm. I've been here with Brendan Skiffington. He's uh, here at Norcat. He's organizing with a team uh, both the promotional and marketing of this event, May the 4th, Sudbury Theatre Centre. It's called Pitch. It's always been called Pitch. And uh, uh, Brendan, I want to say thank you so much for this conversation. And, and uh, well, there you are. Yes. Thank you for having me. And uh, like you said, it's our 10th year, so we have a lot of exciting announcements uh, and surprises for this cake. year. Make sure to follow us on socials. We're active on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, 10 years and we have some exciting uh, announcements coming up. Fantastic. You've tuned into 96.7 on your FM dial. This is CKLU. The program usually is QOL. My name's Hugh Cruzel, and I want you to be there at Pitch. I'll be there. I look forward to seeing you. Bye for now, folks. <laughs>